Greetings and shalom, mishpacha. Blessed be the Most High, Yahuwah Alahainu. Welcome to the reading of Jubilees, chapter 4 and 5. Okay, family, here we go, Jubilees, chapter 4. And in the third week, in the second Jubilee, she gave birth to Cain. And in the fourth, she gave birth to Havel. And in the fifth, she gave birth to her daughter, Awan. And in the first year of the third jubilee, Cain slew Havel, because Elohim accepted the sacrifice of Havel and did not accept the offering of Cain. And he slew him in the field, and his blood cried from the ground to heaven, complaining because he had slayed him. And Yahuwah reproved Cain because of Havel, because he had slain him, and he made him a fugitive on the earth because the flood, I'm sorry, because the blood of his brother, because of the blood of his brother, and he cursed him upon the earth. And on this account, it is written on heavenly tablets, cursed is he who smites his neighbor treacherously. And let all who have seen and heard say, so be it. And the man who has seen and not declared it, let him be accursed as the other. And for this reason, we announce when we come before Yahuwah Elohainu, all the sin which is committed in heaven and on earth and in the darkness and everywhere. And Adam and his woman mourned for Havel four weeks of years. And in the fourth year of the fifth week, they became joyful. And Adam knew his woman again. And she bore him a son and called his name Seth. For he said, Yahuwah has raised up a second seed unto us on the earth instead of Havel, for Cain slew him. And in the sixth week, she begot his daughter, Azorah. And Cain took Awan, his sister, to be his woman, and she bore him Hanak at the close of the fourth jubilee. And in the first year of the first week of the fifth jubilee, houses were built on the earth. And Cain built a city and called its name after the name of his son, Hanak. And Adam knew Hua, or Hava, or Eve, his woman. And she bore yet nine sons. And in the fifth week of the fifth jubilee, Sheth took Azura, his sister, to be his woman. And in the fourth year of the sixth week, she born him Enosh. And he began to call on the name of Yahuwah on the earth. And in the seventh jubilee, in the third week, Enosh took Noam, his sister, to be his woman. And she bore him a son in the third year of the fifth week and called his name Canaan or Kenan. And at the close of the eighth jubilee, Kenan took Mahulaleth, 
his sister to be his woman, and she bore him a son in the ninth jubilee, in the first week, in the third year of this week. And he called his name Mahalel. And in the second week of the tenth jubilee, Mahalel took unto him to be his woman, Dinah, the daughter of Barakiel, the daughter of his father's brother. And she bore him a son in the third week in the sixth year. And he called his name Yared, for in his days the angels of Yahuwah descended on the earth. Those who are named the watchers, that they should instruct the children of men, that they should do judgment and uprightness on the earth. And in the eleventh jubilee, Yared took to himself a woman, and her name was Baraka, the daughter of Rasujal, the daughter of his father's brother, in the fourth week of this jubilee. And she bore him a son in the fifth week, in the fourth year of the jubilee. And he called his name Hanak. And he was the first among men that were born on earth who learned writing and knowledge and wisdom and who wrote down the signs of heaven according to the order of their months in a sefer, that men might know the seasons of the years according to the order of their separate months. And he was the first to write a testimony, and he testified to the sons of men among the generations of the earth, and recounted the weeks of the jubilees, and made known to them the days of the years, and set in order the months, and recounted the Shabbats of the years as we made them known to him. And what was and what will be, he saw in a vision of his sleep, as it will happen to the children of men throughout the generations until the day of judgment. He saw and understood everything and wrote his testimony and placed the testimony on earth for all the children of men and for all their generations. And in the twelfth jubilee, in the seventeenth week thereof, he took to himself a woman, and her name was Edna, the daughter of Danau, the daughter of his father's brother. And in the sixth year, in this week, she bore him a son, and he called his name Methuselah. And he was moreover with the angels of Elohim, these six jubilees of years. And they showed him everything which is on the earth and, and in the heavens, the rule of the sun. And he wrote down everything. And he testified to the watchers who had sinned with the daughters of men. For these had begun to unite themselves so as to be defiled with the daughters of men. And Hanak testified against them all. And he was taken from amongst the children of men, and we conducted him into the Garden of Eden in majesty and honor. And behold, there he writes down the condemnation and judgment of the world and all the wickedness of the children of men. And on account of it, Elohim brought the waters of the flood upon the land of Eden. For there he was set as a sign that he should testify against all the children of men, 
that he should recount all the deeds of the generations until the day of condemnation. And he burnt the incense of the sanctuary, even sweet spices, acceptable before Yahuwah on the mount. For Yahuwah has four places on the earth, the Garden of Eden and the Mount of the East. And this is on, and this is on, I'm sorry, and this mountain, let me start over. Forgive me, family. Verse 26 of Jubilees chapter 4. For Yahuwah has four places on the earth, the Garden of Eden and the Mount of the East. And this mountain on which you are this day, Mount Sinai and Mount Zion, which will be sanctified in the new creation for a sanctification of the earth. Through it will the earth be sanctified from all its guilt and uncleanness throughout the generations of the world. And on the 14th Jubilee, Methuselah took upon, took unto himself Edna, the daughter of Azariel, the daughter of his father's brother, in the third week of this week, in the third week of the first year of this week. And she begot a son and called his name Lamech. And in the 15th Jubilee, in the third week, Lamech took the son. Mm -mm, I'm getting sleepy now. It's about that time. Okay. Um, and in the 15th Jubilee, in the third week, Lamech took to himself a woman, and her name was Betanos, the daughter of Barakiel, the daughter of his father's brother. And in this week she bore him a son, and he called his name Noach, saying, This one will comfort me for my trouble and all my work, and for the ground which Yahweh has cursed. And at the close of the 19th Jubilee, in the seventeenth week, in the sixth year thereof, Adam died, and all his sons buried him in the land of his creation. And he was the first to be buried in the earth. And he lacked seventy years of one thousand years, for one thousand years are as one day in the testimony of the heavens, and thereof it was written concerning the tree of knowledge. On the day that ye eat thereof, ye shall die. For this reason, he did not complete the years of his day, for he did die during it. At the close of this jubilee, Cain was killed after him in the same year, for his house fell upon him, and he died in the midst of his house, and he was killed by, his, by its stones. For with the stone he had killed Havel, and by a stone was he killed in righteous judgment. For this reason it was ordained on the heavenly tablets with the instrument which a man kills, with the instrument with which a man kills his neighbor with, the same shall he be killed. After the manner that he wounded him, in like manner shall he deal with him. And, and so this is, you know, the eye for an eye family. And in the 25th Jubilee, Noach took himself a woman. And her name was Emzara, the daughter of Rachel, the daughter of his father's brother in the first year, in the fifth week. 
And in the third year thereof, she bore him Shem. In the fifth year thereof, she bore him Ham. And in the first year, in the sixth week, she bore him Yafeth. Family, after this praise break, we will be getting into chapter 5.
Yah, picking back up in verse 19. And as for all those who corrupted their ways and their thoughts before the flood, no man's person was accepted save the soul of Noah alone. And I'm sorry, family, I don't know where I saw the word soul from, but yes, Noah's soul was saved, but let me read it again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Yovalium 19. I'm sorry, Yovalium chapter 4, verse 19. And as for all those who corrupted their ways and their thoughts before the flood, no man's person was accepted save that of Noah alone. For his person was accepted in behalf of his sons, whom Elohim saved from the waters of the flood on his account. For his heart was righteous in all his ways, according as it was commanded regarding him. And he had not departed from aught that was ordained for him. And Yahweh said that he would destroy everything which was upon the earth, both men and cattle and beasts and fowls of the air and that which moves on the earth. And he commanded Noah to make him an ark, that he might save himself from the waters of the flood. And Noah made the ark in all respects as he commanded him in the twenty-seventh year of Jubilees. I'm sorry. In the twenty-seventh year of Jubilees. Did I say that right? Okay. In the fifth week, in the fifth year, on the new moon, of the first month. And he entered in the sixth year thereof, in the second month, on the new moon of the second month, till the sixteenth, and he entered, and all that he brought to him into the ark, and Yahuwah closed it from without on the seventeenth evening. And Yahweh opened seven floodgates of heaven. Again, Yahweh opened seven floodgates of heaven, and the mouths of the fountains of the great deep, seven mouths in number. And the floodgates began to pour down water from the heaven forty days and forty nights. And the fountains of the deep also sent up waters, until the whole world was full of water. And the waters increased upon the earth. Fifteen cubits did the waters rise above all the mountains. And the ark was lifted up above the earth, and it moved upon the face of waters. And the water prevailed on the earth. The water prevailed on the face of the earth five months, one hundred and fifty days. And the ark went and rested on the top of Lubar, one of the mountains of Ararat. And on the new moon, in the fourth month, the fountains of the great deep were closed, and the floodgates of heaven were restrained. And on the new moon of the seventh month, all the mouths of the abysses, or of the abyss of the earth, were opened. And the water began to descend into the deep below. And on the new moon of the tenth month, 
the tops of the mountains were seen. And on the new moon of the first month, the earth became visible. And the waters disappeared from above the earth in the fifth week, in the seventh year thereof. And on the seventeenth day, in the second month, the earth was dry. And on the seventeenth, and on the twenty-seventh, I'm sorry, verse 32, and on the twenty-seventh thereof, he opened the ark and sent forth from it beasts and cattle and birds and everything that moves. Family, that was the end of chapter 4. And after this song of praise unto our Father, we will begin chapter 5. And it came to pass, when the children of men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and the daughters were born unto them, that the angels of Elohim saw them on a certain year of this jubilee, that they were beautiful to look upon, and they took themselves women of all they chose, and they bore unto them sons, and they were the Nephilim. And iniquity increased on the earth, and all flesh corrupted its way, alike men and cattle and beasts and birds and everything that walks on the earth. All of them corrupted their ways and the orders, and they began to devour each other, and iniquity increased on the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of all men was thus evil continually. And Elohim looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, and all flesh had corrupted its orders, and all that were upon the earth had wrought all manner of evil before his eyes. And he said that he would destroy man and all flesh upon the face of the earth which he had created. But Noah found grace before the eyes of Yahweh. And against the angels whom he had sent upon the earth, he was exceedingly wroth, and he gave commandment to root them out of their dominion. And he bade us to bind them in the depths of the earth. And behold, they are bound in the midst of them and are kept separate. And against their sons went forth a command from before the face of that, from before his face, I'm sorry, family, again in verse 7. And against their sons went forth a command from before his face that they should be smitten by the sword and be removed from under heaven. And he said, My Ruach shall not always abide on man, for they also are flesh, and their days shall be one hundred and twenty years. And he sent his sword into the midst, that they each should slay his neighbor. And they began to slay each other, till they all fell by the sword and were destroyed from the earth. And their fathers were witnesses of their destruction. And after this, they were bound in the depths of the earth forever until the day of great condemnation when judgment is executed on all those who have corrupted their ways and their works before Yahweh. And he destroyed all from their places and there was not left one of them 
whom he judged not according to all their wickedness. And he made for all his works a new and righteous nature, so that they should not sin in their whole nature forever, but should be all righteous, each in his kind, always. And the judgment of all is ordained and written on the heavenly tablets in righteousness, even the judgment of all who depart from the earth, which is ordained for them to walk in. And if they walk not therein, judgment is written down for every creature and for every kind. And there is nothing in heaven or on earth or in light or in darkness or in Sheol or in the depth or in the place of darkness, which is not judged. And all their judgments are ordained and written and engraved. In regard to all, he will judge the great according to his greatness, and the small according to his smallness, and each according to his way. And he is not one who regard the person of any. Again, I say he is not one who will regard the person of any, nor is he one who will receive gifts. If he says that he will execute judgment on each, if one gave everything that is on the earth, he will not regard the gifts or the person of any, nor accept anything at his hand, for he is a righteous judge. And of the children of Yasharal, it has been written and ordained, if they turn to him in righteousness, he will forgive all their transgressions and pardon all their sins. Hallelujah. It is written and ordained that he will show mercy to all who turn from all their guilt once each year. Family, let us bless Yahuwah Elohim with song. Be still, be still, be still. For he is 
strength, my present hope and trouble. For I will not fear, though the earth be removed. Mm-hmm. Though the mountains be carried right into the midst of the sea and waters roar. There is no need to fear, he's Yahuwah. He brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east. And the waters came down from under, from the right side of the house, at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looks eastward and behold there ran out waters unto the right side and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward he measured a thousand cubits And he brought me through the waters. The waters were to his ankles. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters were to the loins. Afterward, He measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of Adam, have you seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and on the other. Again, verse 7, 
Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Then said he unto me, These waters issue out toward the east country and go down into the desert and go down into the sea which bring I'm sorry which being brought which being brought forth into the sea the waters shall be healed and it shall come to pass that everything that lives which moves whether which this word here is hard for me whithersoever okay Ezekiel 47 verse 9 and it shall come to pass that everything that lives which moves whithersoever the rivers shall come shall live and there shall be a very great multitude of fish because these waters shall come thither for they shall be healed and everything shall live whither the river comes. This reminds me out of thy belly shall flow rivers of living waters. When he says that there will be very many trees on every side. Hmm. Listen up you trees. And it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon the fishers shall stand upon it from in Gedi even unto in Aglim. They shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds as the fish of the great sea exceeding many. Hmm. Exceeding many fish. Hallelujah. Did Mashiach not say that he would teach his disciples to be fishers of men? Oh, you trees, pay attention. And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat whose leaf shall not fade neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed it shall bring forth new fruit according to his months because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary and the fruit thereof shall be for meat and the leaf thereof for medicine, for edification and for healing, for meat and for medicine. Verse 13. Thus says Yahuwah, our master, this shall be the border whereby ye shall inherit the land 
according to the 12 tribes of Yasharal. Yosef shall have two portions, and he shall inherit it. Hallelujah. Verse 13, thus says Adonai Yahuwah, This shall be the border, whereby ye shall inherit the land, according to the twelve tribes of Yasharal. Yasef shall have two portions, and ye shall inherit it, one as well as another, concerning the which I lifted up my hand to give it unto your fathers. And this land shall fall unto you, for inheritance. And this shall be the border of the land toward the north side, from the great sea, the way of Kathlon, as men go to Sida or Sidad, Hamath, Barathai, Hevraim, or Sivraim, which is between the border of Damascus and the border of Hamath. Hatsar, Hadikan, which is by the coast of Havran, and the border from the sea, Shal Hastar, Inan, the border of Damascus, and the north northward, and the border of Hamath, and this is the north side, and the east side ye shall measure from Havran and from Damascus, and from Gilead, and from the land of Yasharal by the Yarden, from the border unto the East Sea, and this is the east side, and the south side southward from Tamar, even to the waters of Strife in Kadesh, the river to the Great Sea, and this is the south side southward, the west side also shall be the great sea from the border till a man come over against Hamath. This is the west side. So shall ye divide this land unto the, I'm sorry, unto you. Again, verse 21 of Ezekiel 47. So shall ye divide this land unto you according to the tribes of Yasharal. And it shall come to pass that ye shall divide it by lot for an inheritance unto you and to the strangers that sojourn among you, which shall beget children among you, and they shall be unto you as born in the country among the children of Yasharal. They shall have inheritance with you among the tribes of Yasharal. And it shall come to pass that in what tribe the stranger sojourns, there shall ye give him his inheritance, says Adonai Yahweh. Let him that have ear to hear, hear. Hallelujah. Okay, family, let's go. Yovelium chapter 5, that is Jubilees. Chapter 5.
And it came to pass when the children of men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the angels of Elohim saw them on a certain year of this jubilee, that they were beautiful to look upon. And they took themselves women of all whom they chose, and they bore unto them sons, and they were the Nephilim. And iniquity increased on the earth, and all flesh corrupted its way, alike men and cattle and beasts and birds and everything that walked on the earth, all of them corrupted their ways and their order. And they each began to devour each other, and iniquity increased on the earth. And every imagination of the thoughts of all men was thus evil continually. And Allahim looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, and all flesh had corrupted its order, and all that were upon the earth had wrought all manner of evil before his eyes. And he said that he would destroy man and all flesh upon the face of the earth which he had created. But Noah found grace before the eyes of Yahweh, and against the angels whom he had sent upon the earth, he was exceedingly wroth. And he gave commandment to root them out of their dominion. I'm sorry. And he gave commandment to root them out of all their dominion. And he bade us, who's us, family? Us meaning the Malachim, okay? Because this is the Malachim uh, giving a firsthand account to Moshe, okay, family? Just in case you guys did not catch uh, chapter one of Jubilee where I explain who's really doing the narration here, okay? So again, verse 6, And against the angels whom he had sent upon the earth, he was exceedingly lost. And he gave commandment to root them out of all their dominion. And he bade us to bind them in the depths of the earth. And behold, they are bound in the midst of them, and are kept separate. And against their sons went forth a command from before his face that they should be smitten with the sword and be removed from under heaven. And he said, My Ruach shall not always abide on man, for they also are flesh, and their days shall be one hundred and twenty years. Family, did you know that we have uh, our DNA strand? There's literally like a kind of coil pattern going on. And there are dots at the end. There's literally 60 dots on both sides. Each one of those dots are said to be a year of our lives. So we see that our body from this time were designed to live 120 years. It is proven by our DNA strands. 
so by way of healthy living and Torah keeping family, we can live. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. I had two families. Y'all heard it. Okay, so anyway. And their fathers were witnesses of their destruction. Let me go back to verse 9. And he sent his sword into their midst, that each should slay his neighbor. And they began to slay each other, till they all fell by the sword and were destroyed from the earth. And their fathers were witnesses of their destruction. And after this, they were bound in the depths of the earth forever, until the day of great condemnation, when judgment is executed on all those who have corrupted their ways and their works before Yahweh. And he destroyed all from their places, and there was not left one of them whom he judged not according to all their wickedness. Verse 12 And he made for all his work a new righteous nature, so that they should not sin in their old nature forever, but should be all righteous, each in his kind always. And the judgment of all is ordained and written on the heavenly tablets in righteousness, even the judgment of all who depart from the path which is ordained for them to walk in. And if they and if they walk not therein, judgment is written down for every creature and for every kind. So family, this just reminds me of where it says, you know, that uh Yahuwah is saying, I place before you today the blessing and the curse. So basically, everything is mapped out. This is what's going to happen if you choose the blessings. These are the doors I'm going to open for you. These are the opportunities I'm going to give you. These are the blessings that I'm going to bestow upon you if you choose to walk in my laws, statutes, and commandments. And on the flip side of that, here is your fate if you disobey. Everything is already written. Hallelujah. Okay, verse 14. And there is nothing in heaven or on earth or in light or in darkness or in Sheol or in the depth or in the place of darkness, which is not judged. And all their judgments are ordained and written and engraved. In regard to all, in regard to all, he will judge the great according to his greatness and the small according to his smallness and each according to his way. And he is not one who will regard a person. Again, he is not one who will regard the person of any, nor is he one who will receive gifts. If he says that he will execute judgment on each, if one gave everything that is on the earth, he will not regard the gifts or the person of any, nor accept anything in his hands. For he is a righteous judge. Could you imagine somebody trying to bribe y'all? <clears throat> okay. Verse 17. And of the children of Yasharal, it has been written and ordained. If they turn to him, 
in righteousness. He will forgive all their transgressions and pardon all their sins. It is written and ordained that he will show mercy to all who turn from all their guilt once each year. And as for all those who corrupted their ways and their thoughts before the flood, no man's person was accepted save that of Noah alone, for his person was accepted in behalf of his sons, whom Elohim saved from the waters of the flood on his account. For his heart was righteous in all his ways, according as it was commanded regarding him. And he had not departed from aught that he was that was ordained for him. Again, he had not departed from aught that was ordained for him. So basically, Noah followed the rules. He was an obedient man. He did what Yahuwah told him to do, and he did not do what Yahuwah told him not to do. Period. Verse 20. And Yahuwah said, that he would destroy everything which was upon the earth, both men and cattle and beasts and fowls of the air, and that which moves on the earth. And he commanded Noah to make him an ark, that he might save himself from the waters of the flood. And Noah made the ark in all the respects as he commanded him. And the 27th Jubilee of years, in the fifth week, in the fifth year, on the new moon of the first month. And he entered in the sixth year thereof, in the second month, on the new moon of the second month, till the 16th. And he entered, and all that he, I'm sorry, and all that we brought to him into the ark, and Yahuwah closed it. From without on the seventeenth evening. And Yahuwah opened seven floodgates of heaven, and the mouths of the fountains of the great deep, seven mouths in number. And the floodgates began to pour down water from the heaven forty days and forty nights. And the fountains of the deep also sent up waters until the whole world was full of water. And the waters increased upon the earth. Fifteen cubits did the waters rise above all the high mountains, and the ark was lifted up above the earth, and it moved upon the face of the waters. And the water prevailed on the face of the earth five months and one hundred fifty days. And the ark went and rested upon the top of Lubar, one of the mounts of Ararat. So how many days? Let's see here. What does it say here? And the water prevailed on the face of the earth for five months. This was 150 days. Okay. And the ark went and rested on the top of Lubar, one of the mountains of Ararat. And on the new moon in the fourth month, the fountains of the great deep were closed and the floodgates of heaven were restrained. And on the new moon of the seventh month, all the mouths of the abysses of the earth were opened, and the water began to descend into the deep below. And on the new moon of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains were seen. And on the new moon of the first month, the earth became visible. And the waters disappeared from above, 
and the earth in the fifth week in the seventeenth year thereof. And on the seventeenth day in the second month, the earth was dry. And on the twenty-seventh thereof, he opened the ark and sent forth from it beasts and cattle and birds and every moving thing. Family, we are going to conclude here. That was Jubilees chapter 5. Thank you so much for listening. I love you, Mishpacha. Until next time, I'm out of here. Deuces.